Hey guys, how's it going? And welcome to another edition of the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Whiteley, and yes, this is a second consecutive podcast this weekend. We released one yesterday, we're going to release one today, and we're going to probably release one tomorrow as well. It's of a similar fashion throughout the Darwin Festival. I'm working around the clock to try and bring you uh, everything great that's going on around the town. And um, today, uh, your show that you're going to listen to today is going to be an interview I did with uh, James at the Alb. And um, it was a really good chat. I really like James. I met him a couple of weeks ago. Um, we hit it off really well, and uh, as you can hear from the, I, I've listened back to the, the interview. Obviously, I edited it, uh, but um, you can hear there's a good chemistry between us. We really got on really well, and we're going to work together again at uh, some point. Um, and um, yeah, this is what I love about this gig. What I love about podcasting is you get to meet new people and uh, network and find people that you really gel with, and, and this is an example of that. And um, I really look forward to to uh to working again with james and do you know what he's got an event going on at the uh, darwin festival too um which is on friday the 15th of february at 6 30 at the alb and he's going to be talking about the evolution of um alcohol production i'm going to be there i've already i've already said i'm going to be there it said it's free alcohol on a friday night and i was like yes I'll, I'll sign me up <laughs> uh go sit meet drink mead with her, with him, I, d- I don't know what he explains in the interview, kind of what that is about. He also talks about um, what it's like to run a bar or a pub in in Shrewsbury and the communication systems that they they all work together with. Um, it's quite a nice thing to hear, to be honest. How the the pubs and the clubs all work together to make Shrewsbury a lot safer. Um, so this is a great interview, and um, I hope you guys enjoy it. What I'd like to you guys to do is, if you are attending uh, events at the Darwin Festival and you are enjoying them, I'd like you to, you know, um, drop me a line to let me know what events you're going to, whether you've enjoyed them, and what events you will be going to afterwards. Uh, I'd like to, you know, speak to people that are kind of participating with what's going on over the next couple of weeks um, because it's a great event, and uh, I really want to try and encourage people to get out of the house and get involved. So uh, that's a good way of finding out is uh, you guys drop me a line. You can drop me a line um, on my email, uh, shrewsburybiscuitpodcast at gmail.com or on our socials, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram is uh, at the Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast and on Twitter is the Shrewsbury B1. Uh, so yeah, get in touch with me and let me know what you guys are up to. And uh, yeah, I'm going to leave you with this and I hope you guys have a, a great rest of the weekend. Today I'm joined with, I didn't even get your surname, James... Hitchin. James Hitchin. Yeah. Uh, we met a, a few days ago at a meeting for yeah. the, uh, the Darwin, Darwin Festival. Festival. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And, uh, you know, you, I mentioned my podcast and your eyes lit up and I was like, yes, <laughs> I never believe it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so you you work at the, the Alp? Or yeah, so it's a, it's, it's a difficult job description really to actually pertain towards, which is that... <clears throat> I started off as it's, it, we're a family-run business, basically. Okay, yeah. um, we've got five arms to the business, shall we say? 
uh, we're like a you know a Hindu god. Um, <laughs> we have we have the Alb, which is um, now coming into its eighth year. Uh, we bought it as a derelict pub, and <clears throat> really, yeah, it was. I mean, if you if you ask a lot of people, it was probably the roughest pub in town. It was. A lot of people say you wipe your feet on the way out. Really, it was that kind of really? that kind of venue. Oh, okay. uh, uh, really, really rough. Really, really dangerous. Um, nasty environment. I, I'll give you a good example. So, we closed down, and we after after we got the planning permission for what yeah, we were yeah. doing, we closed yeah. down, and we whitewashed all the windows so that we could work inside. And we put a sign in the window that said the Alba is now closed, and then there was a list of what we were going to do with it. So people kind of went, "Oh, that's nice. It's nice they're doing that." You know. And I remember this this old boy walking past with his with his little wife, and they'd obviously been married for like a million years. And yeah. uh, <laughs> he walked past he walked past the window, and he said uh, he started reading it, and he turned to her and he said he said the Albert is closed. He said that's the best thing they could have done with it. And, he, and that, I think that sums it up really. Was anyway. So we bought it we bought it nine years ago. Got the planning for what we wanted to do. So structure wise, it looks like it's always been this way but see this is what i explain to people uh, mm. when i do this show so i'm 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 not originally from shrewsbury i've only been here since uh not not this august august before so yeah. sort of august 2017 so you know i'm still learning about places i mean and uh, so i don't understand the building the history for, for this place you know so that's really interesting to find out i mean yeah yeah so it's it's it, when you historically look at the building it's 200 years old it was the um, Shrewsbury's first five-star hotel. Oh, right. um, it, they kind of didn't need one, so within about 20 years, it became a brew house, um, which meant that they brewed here in the back, and then they moved it into the cellar for storage. Oh, right. um, but it was placed smack dab in what's called Smithfield Road, which is this road here. Yeah. Now, to give you a bit of perspective of what this would have been like 150, 160 years ago, the abattoir was over there, so the blood would run down the streets. And the, the, oh. you, you, most of the time, what you had was farmers coming to the market, <laughs> all these rich farmers. I can say that because most of my uncles <laughs> are farmers. Um, and so, so anyway, so we bought it. Um, it was got planning permission to turn it into a car park. There was planning permission to try and de-license it, basically. And we've always done hospitality as a family. Yeah. So it was the correct choice, whether you think, at the right time. It was six months before Premier Inn opened. It was six months before the butt market opened. Loads of things that were happening down this end of town. They did a regeneration on the paving, things like that. Yeah, yeah. So it was just the right time. And everyone always goes, oh, you were lucky with that, weren't you? You were really lucky. And I go, well, no, it was in a business plan and I, I knew what I was doing. I'm a master genius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like as if, I, as if it was just luck, you know, I just happened to land upon it. Uh, um, this is what I do, man. Yeah, this yeah. is what I do for a living. Um, so I was living in Cardiff at the time, running a nightclub there. Um, Ooh, how was that? Yeah, yeah. So I lived in Cardiff for about seven years. Um, I went down and we opened a bar that was award-winning. It was called 10 Feet Tall. Um, and 10 Feet was um, a really interesting venue. Um, it got me to the right next step. And the next step was what's called Bar Orient. And then I just went from venue to venue. They were all really high-class establishments. None of them were... When I say nightclub, I mean like a really cool one and I've, heard that I've never been drinking in Cardiff but I've heard it's got quite a nightlife it's got a cool yeah, yeah, really yeah. cool nightlife and, and what I loved about Cardiff was the kind of the, the, the spread of independence um, and Shrewsbury's got this massive spread of independence as well and that's kind of what makes it work yeah. so when we came to do the album 
we talked a lot about what we were putting together and how it was going to look and what it was going to physically be, but also what it meant to everyone, which was that we were going to create something that was a crossover, a cocktail bar and a pub. Um, cocktail pub, there's no such word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of just said, right, let's put those things together. And yeah, that, that, that's, that's what it's evolved from um, to, to this day. That's, like, that's kind of how it works. And now we're part of the community. I mean, we've had... Um, the, we've had three couples get married that started their dating here and they mentioned us in their wedding wow. one, uh, one person has got one of our cocktails tattooed on her leg because she liked the knock of the cocktail so much <laughs> and my favourite is there's a couple who's named their firstborn after the Alb so he's called Albert wow. because they had their first date here um, those are the things that really like they really stick out in your mind yeah. when you do something yeah. like this you know I mean like <laughs> Because uh, like I, it's a similar thing with the podcast, really. Because like I don't get paid to do this. Um, I do it of my own free will. I grab on my kit and I, oh, yeah. you'll, you'll see me sometimes, kind of yeah. trudging up the cup and more stuff. And <laughs> it's when people write in and they say like, you know, they really like the show or they, yeah, like you said, like mm. like mm-hmm. dedications like that. That's really nice. Um, so you from 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 Cardiff to to Shrewsbury. Yeah. What kind of what, what's that like as a transaction transition? Is it is it yeah, similar yeah. vibe because I mean it's like a, it's almost got a city vibe here, isn't it? A smaller city vibe, I guess, but nothing like Cardiff. It takes it takes a bit of time for a town or a city to catch up to some of the others. So yeah. let's just take this in terms of cocktails, for example, because it's easier to talk about cocktails as far as trends and styles and things like that. But I always used to say when we first went to Cardiff, I say Cardiff's not ready for egg whites. And what I mean by that is we put egg whites in some of the cocktails and I would say, and like my bartenders say, come on, let's do a cocktail with egg white, let's do a traditional sour. And I'd go, I don't think it's ready. Five years or six years into us being there or establishing four or five different cocktail bars, they were starting to get it. They were trying to just trust their bartender. We moved to Shrewsbury and it was like going back five years because it was like, oh, Shrewsbury's not ready for egg whites. So we kind of have to build up now today Shrewsbury is as switched on about cocktails and about its beverage options and its craft beers as as pretty much most of the other cities. I mean, I I you, I go out in Manchester quite a lot, and I would compare the kind of the, the audience of Shrewsbury to the audience of Manchester, yeah. and their needs and their wants are very very similar. So we've, as a little town, got to like third city style um, trends, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah. And that leads me on quite nicely to talk about eight, really, which is our other venue. Yeah. Because, so, I'm trying to think the actual date now. So, about 18 months ago, um, my father's been facing um, kidney failure for the last 10 years, I think. Oh, sorry to hear that. No, no, no. And uh, th- there's, good, there's good that comes out of this. There's good that comes out of it. So, about 18 months ago, my sister gave my dad a kidney. Um, wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Well, she, really she had one knocking about, so she was like, hey, <laughs> do you want this? <laughs> this one works really well. And my sister's super, super, super fit, super healthy. Like, she's crazy. So, like, she ran the Shrewsbury Half Marathon, and she came in the top, like, 20 or 30 women. But that kidney was like, oh, thank yeah. God, I get her <laughs> chill for a bit now. <laughs> thank God it's over. Um, yeah, no, and she just won't relent. She won't give up. She's mm. like, no, 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 I've got to be. I've got to. So she does, she does lots of stuff like that. Um, so she gave dad a kidney and there was this moment where so John my brother and his partner and Katie and dad were all at the hospital and mom was with my niece Katie's daughter and they were away and I was sat in the aisle completely on my own just just sat there like this 
And I, in that moment, I sort of went, right, we're going to, I'm going to start writing a new business. And because we've done this sort of this karmatic, um, uh, like balancing off that needs to be done against the owl because the food's so unhealthy. <laughs> I'm, I'm very obvious about this. Like we cook everything in butter if we can. Like butter's well tasty. Do you know what I mean? I mean you say, <laughs> but the thing is, there's so there's so much in in Shrewsbury that you can get that isn't yeah like yeah, that. Well, yeah. you, when you've had a few dr- beers, it's yeah, better than yeah. nice greasy carbs, burger, isn't carbs yeah, and yeah, burgers yeah, and yeah, stuff so, like that, and fish and chips yeah, and pies. Yeah, right on. Yeah. So so I sort of said I started to write this business plan and we put it together and what it was was a health food venue or a venue that targeted um a healthier lifestyle so not vegan vegetarian not preaching anything but just saying is there a better way to cook something yeah is there a better way for us to go um let's let's prepare this without a fryer i guess inspired by your sister right yeah inspired by exactly what was happening at the time and it was to sort of say this because everyone assumed that like my father had kidney problems because of drinking and that's very very rare that kidney problems don't come most of the time from drinking. I mean, liver problems do, yeah. but kidney problems tend to just be something's going to happen, and it, yeah. it could happen to any of us. You know, the the sort of uh, yeah, the mortality of life is a, a, a brief reminder in that moment. Yeah. You know, <laughs> this We're all bound to fail our MOT at some point. Yes, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. So, mm-hmm. um, so in this wonderful moment where Katie was giving down a kidney, I sat down and wrote this business plan. We started to put it together as a family. And we started to think about what we were going to call it. And we realized that it came from the family. And there's eight of us in the family. So that's why we called it eight. Great. So this time last year, we were renovating uh, what was uh, previously a, a place, a vegan restaurant on top of the cop that went into administration. And we took over that and we started work on what is now a, you know, a very, very ha- ha- um, happy and thriving business. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's, that's the other arm. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to pop my head in some sometime. Good coffee, know. man. Good coffee. Yeah, yeah oh, big. I'm all about my coffee. Yeah, Iron and Fire do our coffee. They're, um, the, the roasting house is, I mean, you, if, if that big, if some boy wasn't there, you'd be able to see their roasting house. That's how yeah. close it is. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And the guy is super cool and super geeky. I'll have to pop in there. I'm an honorary Colombian. I'm going to say this a lot. My right. wife's Colombian, so I've been to Oh, Colombia. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 so <laughs> coffee's my thing, man. You pretty, you pretty much own <laughs> Colombia. I think that's, that's how it works. I yeah. remember actually, we nearly got into an argument once because I, I, we, we, we like to buy like coffee beans from all around the world, try right. different coffee, and we tried some Parisian coffee. Yeah. I was like, Paris makes amazing coffee, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The look yeah. on her face <laughs> <laughs> change the subject very quickly oh, I, really good. <laughs> <laughs> I like to wind up brewers because um the other business we've got is a craft beer shop in eight yeah and it's like it's like a little cave of delicious beers and stuff like that and uh, i didn't really i wasn't really into beer very much um and then i got into craft beer because for me it was stronger and it had punches and punches of flavor yeah that. you I cannot that. i mean some of the stuff like loca poly the guys in north wales They've doing Simcoe Citras and Victoria's Secret hops, and they are, they are absolutely at their peak. And they're, they're, there's, there's no pretentiousness within what they're doing because people think craft beer is pretentious. It's it's not. They're just brewing with a very expensive hops, but in an incredibly good way. Um, so sometimes I like to wind up the brewers <laughs> because they're easy to wind up because they're very passionate about what they yeah, do. Of course, man. So like I remember we were we were in Slopian and we were chatting away with the brewer at the Slopian. Nice. 
He said, yeah, and this is the this is the so-and-so expression of one of the black bottles. And I love the black bottle range from Salopi. It's a really good beer. And they've, uh, <laughs> I said, well, you know, I said, the problem with all this stuff is it's just dirty lager, isn't it? And <laughs> honestly, if if his face hadn't, if, he could have hit the floor with his, it was so, and I was like, mate, I'm only joking. <laughs> it's fine. I was actually in the Salopian uh, a few weeks ago. It was just yeah. after Christmas and they, they had a beer there called Stay Puffed. Right, yeah. yeah. Stay like, Puffed Marshmallow, yeah. yeah Tiny yeah. Rebel. Um, ruined me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ruined me. Yeah, it's a nice, strong beer. It's it's, I, I find it really sweet. But Tiny Rebel, they're based in Swansea, and mm. they've been doing really... Yeah, they've just done a gin and juice, uh, which is cool. I think I might follow them on Facebook. Is it a couple? No, 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 no. no. Tiny Rebel's huge now. Oh, they've okay. got, like, tap houses okay, and stuff. Okay. They're, they're worth checking out. They're really cool. I want to try and find... Um, more from my other show. I might edit this out, but <laughs> I'm trying to find um, an IPA sponsor or someone that can... Send us beer so we can... I used to do a thing called uh, Cheer for the Beer. Oh, right, yeah. So I'd buy out different things. And I bought this, like, really little bottle of beer that was, like, two quid and yeah. it was horrible. And, <laughs> you know, I, I, I like trying different beers. Yeah, yeah. I tried to get into, in touch with Beer 52. They do, like, a, like a Loot Crate-style subscription yeah, yeah. service where yeah. they send you up beer. Yeah. And I tried to get them to send me out one, and they were like, yeah, we'll send you one. Never arrived. Uh, so I'd look... Well, if you want to... Um, I'll tell you what would be really interesting. I know you're going to edit this out. What would be yeah. really interesting is we could do a podcast about craft beer, and yeah. um, the shop would sponsor it. So we'd just get five beers, me and you sit down and drink them and talk through them. Right, so maybe we could try something. Yeah, that's great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, anyway, right. So um, back, back on track. Back on track. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So we did a. Then we did basement jars, and then we've got a small hotel. I mean, that's to be honest. It's it's one of the most profitable parts of our business, but it's also the most boring part of our business <laughs> by far. Person turn up. We go. This your room, yo. And they go, oh, thankful room. And I go, yeah, cheers, no problem. And Don't forget TripAdvisor, yeah, bye. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, the funny thing is that like TripAdvisor doesn't even matter because people don't actually check the TripAdvisor for hotel rooms because they book through Booking.com yeah. and then you get the reviews. And like Booking.com give you quite a lot of control over your site. Yeah. So it just looks good because they want to sell your rooms as well. Yeah. So it's, it's like the least stressful part of my business, apart from when a boiler explodes or, you know, um, you know, suddenly so- someone turns up and they're, they're booked for two people because they're apartments and then like 10 people turn up. So you you've know. got a strong presence in this town, man. Yes, yes. So, and then my other hats. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm chair of Pubwatch uh, right what's, now. So. What's Pubwatch? So, <laughs> so there's National Pubwatch, which is obviously, um, there's, there's pub watches virtually in every town and they all run in completely different ways because they're all different types of bodies. Um, but ours has been accredited as being very much the way they want the rest of the pub watches to work. So this year, me and Alex are going to be speaking at the National Pub Watch. It's the first time they've ever invited a landlord to speak at this. Oh, okay. And basically, on its very core basic level, it's a list of people we don't want in our pubs, and we all share that between each other in a very safe way. Um, so it has to be data protected. So we have to have... I've got um, an encrypted app called Disk. Um, we use the app, and we can share, and we've got a list of all the people, what they've done, when they've offended... And then beyond that, we have a radio system in Shrewsbury, and Shrewsbury's got the most amount of cameras per capita. Now, you may think, oh, my God, it's like, you know, 1984, but actually those cameras are just there to protect you. They're just there to help you. There's someone watching them, but 
they're only interested in people that are messing around in pubs or people that are stealing from shops. Yeah. People yeah. that are attacking It's quite your common economy. now. I mean, I've, I've, yeah. I've got a, a very long history in security and I, mm. know, I kind of understand a little bit, but, you know, I've worked with, with uh, in Telford Town Centre, for example. Yeah. I know how extensive their, their, their camera systems are. And oh, yeah, yeah. It's important, I think, you know, so yeah. it's really good. And it's good that you guys communicate with each other. So, so they have a radio. Yeah. And every pub and every bar and every restaurant will have a radio as well, which yeah. we all individually pay for. And with that, we and all the shops have it. So I think there's something in the region of 400 radios out there. And then when something happens, we're there to deal with it on the ground floor as well as, and also we're informed about it. So, for example, I'll give you I'll give, this is a real story, and I can't give you any names or anything no, like data that. Protection, you know, but yeah, yeah, data protection, yeah, yeah, data protection. But it's quite it, it's quite an interesting one. So it's two guys, and they're in a bar the other end of town they were in the loopy shoe right and okay. they were in the loopy shoe and Classy. they yeah yeah well, nice nice cool <laughs> nice, little venue yeah. cool venue i like that yeah. dear tellers are going a great job um so they're in the loopy shoe and they are they decide that what they want to do is start a fight with one of the customers in the bar okay and the reason for doing that is because they are oiks you know the true sense of the word oik um <laughs> and they decide they want to start a fight with somebody so they're removed from the loopy shoe because they start fighting and then they start fighting each other so the cameras are on them straight away outside the front. They calm down. They walk over the road. They try and get into what was fever at the time. So they try and get into there. Cameras already notify the doorman. The doorman says, no, so you're not coming in. So they walk over to Montgomery Tower. Exactly the same thing happens yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. So this is when they get clever. They think, all right, we'll just go straight to the butter market because the cameras aren't going to follow us there. So they walk all the way to the butter market and the cameras follow them all the way down. And they get in the queue and they stand in the queue for 20 minutes and they get to the front of the queue and the doorman goes, you're not coming in, lads. So they go, right, okay, let's... And you can see they're sort of, you know, the cogs turning in their heads. Let's get a taxi, right? So they get in a taxi, and they get a taxi, and they go <laughs> all the way to the other end of town, they go to C21s. And the cameras follow the taxi all the way to town. And just as, they, just as the taxi pulls up outside the front, the doorman meets them at the door and says, there's no point bothering, lads, you aren't going to get in. And we just watch the taxi leave the town. And the point of that is, we're meant to have a cool, vibrant exciting but safe nightlife yeah and right. if they if people mess about like that that just spoils everyone's night basically and it's all about having an economy so yeah yeah Again, on, like, on its base level that's what pub watch is i was speaking to alex recently and i was just saying there's a common theme that's running through these podcasts i mean i've been doing it for about three months now and i'm noticing that one of the most important things about this town is communication yes and I think it is, it is a staple of what makes this town very, very uh, impressive, you know, and that's, that's a true example of... Yeah, I, I say to Alex, Shrewsbury's built on handshakes. It's not built on um, emails and it's not built on this. It's built on people talking to each other and go, right, what, what, this is a problem, let's fix it and let's fix it together and let's do something now. Um, and that, that's where the nighttime economy is so good. And I bet the Alb isn't in a race with other pubs either. I bet you work well together. You know? We all work well. And, and if anything, I get excited when new venues open. So yeah. um, Chappers, who's got the vaults, has also got the station. He did that. I was a gin bar. It's really cool. Yeah. Just two doors down, the guys have taken over the bull. Um, yeah. Two guys, Tom. Uh, and his partner, and they've taken over. They've taken over the bull. Now that is a that is a rough pub. That was you know back in the day. That's a real you know that's a real proper rough pub. But they're turning it around. They're renovating and they're 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 tidying it up. And it's still yeah. going to be a pub. And it's still going to have that at its core. It's going to have the soul of a pub. But it will be it'll be nicer. And they will stop 
they won't tolerate certain things anymore. And the more nice venues we have down my end of town, the better it is for me. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, <laughs> it's like the ice cream cart theory. You know, the yeah, two ice cream carts are better than one. Um, it's like I, mean, I grew up in Wrexham. Right. right okay. Yeah. I yeah. grew up in Wrexham, which is quite it's a, it's quite a big drinking town. You know? Yeah, it is. It's a, it's it's a solid working class town. It yeah, is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I, I grew up. I used to having bars everywhere. And mm. if you ever drank in Wrexham, I mean, I got listeners and old friends that. Listen to from Wrexham. Yeah, it's literally pub bar, pub, 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 pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not always great. I mean, there's a, you know. there's a there's a cool one up there. We went to a cocktail competition. It might not still be there, but it's kind of underground. Uh, it was a cocktail bar. Uh, mm. I want to say Voodoo Moon. Yeah, Voodoo Moon. It might be cool. I don't remember that at all. Oh right, okay. <laughs> no, I mean it, we went to a cocktail comp. I've been six gone from Wrexham ago. a while. Oh, yeah. a while now. But yeah, okay. They're cool. constantly changing. I mean, and I mean like. It was just a great place to grow up if you grown up around kind of that kind of lifestyle. And I moved to Telford, mm. which was pretty much like Emmerdale, <laughs> <laughs> the local, you know. Um, and then you know, moving to Shrewsbury, um, I'm now a different person to the guy I was when I was growing up in Wrexham. I don't want to go to the butter market and dance around with sixteen year olds. No, and, you no, know, no. these kids that are half my size, and you know, I want to go and sit in a nice quiet bar. It's got a nice atmosphere, and that's why I love Shrewsbury's because <laughs> yeah, yeah. you got that choice. You can yeah, go yeah. there, you can go there, and um, and I, I guess it's kind of been like that for many a while. Like, you, you know, Shrewsbury. I mean, Shrewsbury kind of. Um, so I'm, I worked here before I left for Cardiff, and I mean, we've always had cool bars, but I think the problem was there was no transition between the two formats. So you either went to a pub. Or you went to an expensive wine bar. Reflex back in the day. Yeah, or, or yeah, or you went to, or you went to a club. I yeah. mean, that was obviously because of licensing laws, but there was very little in between. Mm. And what we do here at the Alb is we provide that bit in between. And there's lots of venues now that, that are kind of like that. You know, you don't want to go to a, you know, a proper pub. You yeah. know? I mean, like I, one of my favorite places to go, I love the Nags Head. I love... Oh man, there's some really, really cool old school pubs. I mean, the Nags had, he's the longest standing landlord in, in, uh, in Shrewsbury. And I mean, he, he's been there for I did, I did pop in today and I was like, okay, you want to be on my podcast? And I think they kind of look at me like, you what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's, what's a podcast, man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, mall. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. I, I do want to get in there because it's quite a fascinating place, isn't it? It's a very, you know, yeah. it's. Uh, Have you met the cat? No. I oh, yeah, you've got to meet the cat. Yeah. yeah. Indy, yeah, yeah. She's. She's got her own Facebook page. No, she, she's got more friends than you and me. Trust me. She's no, Indy's so cool. <laughs> well, I, I don't have no, Facebook, no so that's how I guarantee. But uh, yeah, she's really cool. She's this little mangy ginger uh, cat, and she's just she's just angry, angry as hell, and, <laughs> and she just sits in the Set pub. Her on all the uh, oh, she just has a stool, and she has a stool in the corner of the pub, and nobody bothers Indy. She's like a Rottweiler. Don't need a don't need a bouncer. We've got she's got yeah, yeah yeah. No, I tell you right now. <laughs> but yeah, so that's a cool pub in the Nags Head. And then you look at the Yorkshire House, and that's like a proper old school rocker pub. And I love that place. Is that what Because yeah. I, I walked past that when we went to the the meeting of the village. Yeah. You know, so I was close to there, uh, and uh, I looked at that bar, that pub, and I was like, I bet they played dominoes there. No no yeah. no no. no. <laughs> I mean, you walk in on the left hand side is a giant. Um, uh, uh, I felt like I've been really uh, insulting there, but no, 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 no. There are pubs like that. There's yeah. plenty of pubs like that, and there's mm. nothing wrong with it because, you know, these old boys and stuff like that. These guys who love Domino's, you know, they need. There are yeah, pubs yeah, yeah, in yeah. town yeah. for that. I mean, you look at the Three Fishes. That's a proper local quality pub. Um, but the Yorkshire House. No, the Yorkshire House. They're famous for having rock bands on. Oh, I might go in there. And the, the jukebox is yeah. cool. And there's a big. Um, I want to say. 
I, I, I'm, I'm really not used to the fantasy universe that it comes from, but the, um, it's a video game that you play online, and it's it's a humongous video game. That you play oh, online. like um, Fortnite? Or uh, World, of World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft. Warcraft. That's oh, what I'm right, thinking. Okay, sorry. Yeah. And one of the orcs from World of Warcraft yeah? is just stood in on the left hand side. It's like quite famous for the fact they've got this giant one of those, and then there's a wizard in the corner, and then it's the big thing about the York is the jukebox. Because everybody fights to get on the jukebox, <laughs> and so you, um, and it's you know he's been he's been running that pub for a long time, and it's it's oh, just cool. Really that's my kind of scene. My favourite place in the whole world ever to go drink is the cabin in Liverpool. It's it's, oh yeah, yeah, you're gonna you know, love it. You're gonna so, love so it. So that's my kind of. But it's thing, very yeah. very small. Um, but it's that's kind of the the mm. treat of the yeah. Yorkshire House. Really is 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 how kind of lovely it is and stuff like. That. I've I've ended so many staff do's or staff nights out there. Mm-hmm. And when we go out as landlords, so we'll go out and it's, I mean, it's just an awful Can't thing. Can't imagine to, what kind of night that's like. Just a bloody nightmare. All There's lipstick on this glass. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, it's bloody worse than that. Because most of the time you're trying to make sure that you don't get put on pub watch. Um, <laughs> make a good article with chair of pub watch, put on pub watch. Um, no, I mean, so we, we, we go out and there'll be, you know, there'll be about 10 of us and they're all different landlords. And so we go places. And our favourite thing to drink there is Nuki Brown. And I don't know why, but we've just got this in our head that we love Nuki Brown. You can't it's proper Nuki rough drinker's <laughs> beer. Yeah. It is a well rough drinker's beer. Yeah, so we'll go in and go 12 Nuki Brown, just empty the fridge of Nuki Brown. I'll have a bishop's finger thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a proper... Like, if you saw a bloke at the end of the bar and, and you envision what he looks like and he's drinking Nuki Brown at the bottle, you'd think, oh, right, he's, he's got hate tattooed on his knuckles and he's you know what i mean he's, he's a scary guy you're like oh no I'm, i don't know if i can yeah, yeah. so so the we've the, got that side of it which is like the old school pubs and then it's got the nice bars now and the nice restaurants and then it has got the top end like you look at harvey's on fish street and that is the top end of of drinking and dining yeah, yeah. um so, i agree that it's not the kind of place i'd go to but there's a market it's there. for it. It's there. Yes, that's know, right. That's yeah. the point. Yeah. That's there. And one of the, like we said about communication and things like that, what we're talking about is there are so many like events and things that come yeah. uh, into Shrewsbury where everybody just kind of gels together and gets together and do, yeah, yeah. they all help each other out with these events. And we're talking coffee shops and bars and, and, and share spaces. And, you know, there's all these like uh, businesses that kind of gel together and mm. get involved like. mm-hmm. um, and obviously upcoming now is the uh, is the Darwin Festival and yeah. I know you guys are taking part in things the old post office is taking part in things yeah. the, the yeah. churches are all joining in hands to, to get part in things uh, it's, it's brilliant to see yeah, um, yeah. And I know you, you're holding something here, right? Yeah, uh, so so I'm doing the 15th of Feb. It's in there. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I remember it because I remember it because I thought, oh, I'm gonna have to work all of uh, I'm gonna have to work <laughs> all of Valentine's. No, so I'm doing the, I'm doing the 15th, um, and I'm doing I'm doing the I, I don't want to big up my lecture too much, but I'm doing the only one where you get to drink during it. I oh, just want to say 15th, you know, okay. Yeah, 15th. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm doing the only one where, um, where alcohol's actually like forced upon you. So, I, I, you know, I don't want to encourage people to come, but you should all come now. Uh, no, so, so no, don't come now, for God's sake. If you come now, just be able to sit in a room and, and we'll be like, no, it's on the 15th. Of so mine's in the evening, it's be 6.30. And what I'm doing is I'm doing the evolution of alcohol production. Um, now, most of the time... When you think of that, you think, oh, that's going to be just like... It's just going to feed everyone mead. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It might actually be a bit more like that than what I was... So, like, when you think about the alcohol production, you think, oh, it's going to be sort of what I would call a Melvin. Now, I'm really sorry if any of your listeners are called Melvin, but it's just this kind of atypical... 
if you work in a place and you don't know a Melvin, I'm sorry to say that you are the Melvin in your workplace. And if I have to describe Melvin, in every single job experience, there is somebody who takes everything too far and is too pedantic. And I like my impression of, hello, I'm Melvin, you see, and I <laughs> see that's not exactly how you do a mojito. You do a mojito like this. And again, I'm really sorry if any of your listeners are called Melvin or sound like that. <laughs> but the nasal resonance that comes with the voice does sort of denote the type of person, the pedantic Peter, you I know, that I, kind I of think thing. I know a couple of Melvins. Yes, so. yes, there you go. <laughs> so I'm not the Melvin because I know a Melvin. <laughs> so we start, so this room that we're sat in now is, um, is the cocktail bar room. And yeah. it's designed and built and constructed, because I built it myself, for specifically cocktails and teaching. Apart from once a month when it's... It's great for it's, podcasting too. Yeah. It's good for podcasting. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's also pretty good for... Um, we use it for the quiz. So yeah. we have... Oh, I've got the quiz tonight. It's Disney tonight. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm really excited about it. Because uh, I've done a round called uh, Disney... Disney... So you have to guess the Disney character based on the knee. That's the loosest I've That's ever done. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, what did we do? So we did Lord of the Rings, and I did a whole round on lords and a whole round on rings. That really annoyed everybody. That really, really wound them up. Um, we came here for hobbits. Yes. So, and I, and I know it's family friendly, so I've got a tiny, you, you may have to cut this out, but um, we also play a round called Poor No or Porn Yes, and they're either pornos I've made up based around one yeah. theme or real ones that exist right um, so the, my favourite one I've made up this week is Hannah Does Montana <laughs> <laughs> just the whole of Montana just the whole just the whole place you know just you know Debbie Does Dallas like I've got a, I've got a job to do and it's Montana that's what so that's Montana's what got a great way of doing a census <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that that's quite cool so anyway so we do the quiz so this room we're in here is where we do the cocktail classes and we do tons of them. So Friday, um, we do them every two hours. Um, on a Saturday, we'll be booked out. We've got five on this weekend, and there'll be groups of up to 24 people. Um, uh, like, so, for example, this Saturday, which is quite a quiet Saturday, we've got four classes on, actually, and they are no group is smaller than 12 or 13 people. So you're going to see about 70 people come through here learn how to make cocktails, have a go at making cocktails and then pour them out and drink them and go off and have fun, food and whatever else. So it's the perfect room to do classes. And I do a more formal version of the class. So I do a gin-based one, um, which I, I cleverly called the gin introduction. Yeah, you see, <laughs> love see it. I love I'll it, put love a it. G on the front. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so okay. we do the, yeah, I, I, I know it's terrible. Um, uh, so we do a we do a more serious version where we do a history of gin and we do you know things like that. And then I do a rum rebellion, which is just about the history of rum. That's really cool. That's new for us. Where's all the rum gone? Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh, and then we do a craft beer one with whiskey, and that's cool because you get a big burger afterwards as well. Um, so it made sense that I would do a kind of even more advanced version of what I'd already established. So my lecture is going to be the history of alcohol and how it's affected society and how society has affected it. Oh, okay. And, I'll get, I'll get what you and then it'll be, I'll be making cocktails throughout as well to demonstrate why it was important that bartenders were there and what bartenders did to change the world because they, um, Winston Churchill said that the, 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 the landlord is the aristocrat of the working man. And I think that's, that's really apt because the landlord or the bartender has always been the shoulder to lean on and uh, has always been a shoulder to cry on and always been a council and always been there to support the community, but has also provided a space for the community to sit down 
um, they banned the pubs in France for quite a long period of time. Really? Because, oh, but because, no, because it caused people to sit down in groups. That was oh, the problem. Yeah. I heard about this somewhere. Yes. Something about, yes. something about uh, what, uh, wine, what, something about wine, well, wine, yeah, wine bars and things like that. They kind of stopped it, didn't they? Well, basically, the problem is you get a load of people and they're going to sit down in a room and they're going to sit there and they're going to talk. And what's the first thing you do when you go to the pub with your mate? You set the world to rights. Yeah. You go, oh, well, Brexit's terrible and I should think, well, I think Brexit's really good. And you go, oh, right, okay. And then suddenly you're like, well, let's just burn everything. Let's burn it all down. Evolution. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So, so they... Revolution. I said evolution. You're we well, need to hopefully, hopefully one should come <laughs> after the other. I think it's the one thing you can't force. I think you can't just think yourself into longer fingers. No. no. You're like, oh, I really wish I could reach the remote and if I just think hard enough, maybe my fingers will right. go. Give Daddy gills. Yeah, gills. I need some gills. <laughs> I want to be. I want to be like like cast. No, not cast. What's it? Waterworld. Yeah. <laughs> awful, awful apocalypse film that yeah. I couldn't stop watching. Kevin Costner. I know, but brilliant film. But just yeah. just gack as well. Um, <laughs> that's really good. I might come to that. I really. I mean, so it's not about me and about the medieval times. I l- yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think. I think I could talk about mead for a thousand years, but yeah. um, maybe I do something that's relevant. Though I mean, Darwin yeah. is talking about evolution and how things change, and yeah. things have changed. I mean, like progressively, I think nights out. I mean, I, I, I do a lot of work at the prison, and yeah. uh, we mm-hmm. stayed no, overnight there once. I did a show for a different podcast. Um, we stayed overnight, and rather than get this really eerie feel in prison, you could just hear the butter market kind of yeah, and. Imagine if you were a prisoner when that, when yeah, that was that, there. That's one of the things I was going to say. Is yeah. like, imagine, can you... <laughs> like, the, your whole life is just yeah. hearing yeah. thousands of children having a great time. Yeah, Fat Man <laughs> Scoop. Yeah, Fat Man, <laughs> fat man <laughs> just, you know? just being tormented by Fat Man Scoop at fat a distance. Fat Man Scoop, work again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my God. I mean, that's... The, the, you know, we, we don't wish that upon war criminals. I mean, what's going on? Well, the Why thing is, is with that, you, you'd, get, you'd get Fat Man Scoop, uh, and then you'd get the ding. Oh yeah, the next dream tour. I have a oh, yeah, 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 so you get yeah. like all sorts of noise. Yeah, see, I get the hiss of the buses. I didn't know about the pneumatic brakes on buses <laughs> as much as when I moved into here. And every morning I wake up to, and you go, oh my god, I hate. It. I just that noise. It's just it's great to my soul. But after seven years, it's just. Uh, it's How do just, you guys deal with the river? Is it? Is it? Is so it we, a- we did. We did a lot. I mean, that's that's a super serious subject because yeah. obviously, um, obviously, uh, death. Uh, it's, I, up until this point, I think it's regarded as a bad thing. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I think we're all. I think we're all in agreement. Yeah, yeah. Death, death, bad, yo. Yeah. Um, um, so the the river itself. I mean, we did a lot of work last year with it. Um, we raised some money with through Pubwatch and through PCC Police Crime Commissioner funding, and we took that money and we got uh, what's called throw lines and uh, life vests, and they're called big orange bags that are yeah. now in the pubs. So they're not just on the side of the road, they're in the pubs. And every single member of door staff in town, as much as we can, is fully trained on throw line training. Oh, brilliant. So, so you've got a force that's out there. I mean, if you think you've got, I don't know, well, I mean, 60 town centre pubs. Yeah, yeah. And they've most of them got door staff on on the weekends. That means there's an army of 60 out there. Um, and then also I fund a thing, well, one of my little budgets from... Pubwatch I use to fund what's called the Ambassador Programme, which is something me and Alex came up with. And on very, very busy nights and very busy weekends, we have two guys who are trained SIA, so they're both door staff, but they've got radios on them, they've got coats that say what they are and everything like that, and they've got taxi numbers and cards, and they help vulnerable people, but they also 
deal with conflicts happening in venues that door staff can't deal with themselves on their own. Um, or in four instances have pulled people out the river. Yeah. You know, and I mean that's is it a common occurrence and people just so I know there was a there was a yeah. young man that Yeah, you know, he tragically slept to the failure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean it was horrible really when you think about it. I think people don't realise what happens when you hit the water. I think they think you're going to hit the water and then I'll just swim back to the shore. But what happens is you hit the water and it's so cold, cold yeah. your muscles lock up and you just you, you just sink like a stone, yeah, you know. Yeah. There's there's no, you know, there's no coming back from it really. And they, yeah. and they, they think, you know, oh, I mean, people have got, you know, we talk about mental health in this country and, and we talk about the fact that, you know, you look at the way the Europeans deal with mental health, you look at the way the Swedish deal with mental health and it's it's a serious massive issue that if you're depressed I could depressed, talk for hours about this I mean, of course we could, we could break course. out the Joe Rogan <laughs> on that one I really could yeah, um, yeah. Um, so you, you deal with that well I mean what about the floods as well I mean that's another point I mean, so does, it, does it flood this far I mean I guess it must do. well no so we get we get a really interesting part of the flooding in this particular event which is that it will flood um, and it won't touch us it'll be fine and then what happens is all the water has soaked into the ground <laughs> and floods two days after, which is an absolute treat, I must oh, so say. It drains nicely. It just drains it. into my cellar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Four times now that's happened. Oh, but I've got, well, we've got stuff in place now. So I've got big pumps and stuff like that. And we've got holes inside the building where we can do, you know, pump out. And then in one case, when I took a holiday, um, they had to uh, call the fire brigade out to pump the cellar because it was getting close to the electrics. It was getting that kind of close. One so, day you might have to dig out oars and row. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, most interestingly, in our cellar, there's I found all these chains. I was like, wait, what's going on here? <laughs> um, you know, what's, what kind of pub is this? I want to know. You know, one day, I don't know what's going on in here, but you know, maybe lick a paint. Um, so <laughs> sterilize everything. Um, so, but it turns out the reason there was all the chains is because the barrels used to be made of wood, the beer barrels, and they used to just accept that the cellar would flood, and they just chained the beer down and then keep pulling it through <laughs> because of course it's in a contained unit and da, 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 but the beer barrels would just be floating around <laughs> it's like it's like well ba -dum, ba -dum, ba -dum. eric my uh, my pint tastes of mercury <laughs> <laughs> yeah this, it's, it's got a very silty quality this yeah it's funny though isn't it? yeah <laughs> but I don't, I don't think they cared really but no. yeah so, so it used to chain all the barrels down and no, that's crazy <laughs> I mean, I would, I would, I mean, we had, I've got an idea for this show. I'm, I can mention it on the show, but I'm not necessarily going to roll it out. But I have an idea of going around, uh, I, I wanted to get like a tour guide or someone like this. I've got someone in mind um, to just every once a month even just to find an old building. Yeah. Talk about it. Yeah. The history yeah. of, the history of one of these buildings. Do That's one cool. of them once a month. Yeah. I think uh, people will love that on the show. Um, because... I bet there's so much history in places like these pubs. Like yeah. you said, there used to be a hotel. and you know. Oh, yeah, you know, they've all got... There's so much that's yeah. happened in this building that you yeah. just, just wouldn't know about, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, what's, what's really interesting with Shrewsbury is some of the architecture. Yeah, and and there's some things that you wouldn't even recognise as being cool, right? There's, um, um, right? there's a footbridge over there yeah. um, by... God, that sun's bright. Um, there's a footbridge over there that's, that goes over to Frankwell Car Park. Yeah. And you think, oh god, this looks a bit. It's just like a big metal structure. And you think that's a bit weird, but it's the world's first bridge that's supported only on one side. And architecturally and physically, it's actually an amazing. Is feat. that the one that's in the quarry? Yeah. No, not one. not no, not the nice one. It, it doesn't look very nice. It, it looks like a big steel. Bleh, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, blur is the only word I can use to describe it. It's quite garish. But if you look it up, if you go online, you look it up. 
because um, one of the guys on the bids board was talking to me about it and he's an architect. And um, he was saying, like, what an amazingly interesting um, venue uh, thing it is. And he was talking about that. Um, but you've got stuff in Shrewsbury where they've, they've just tried stuff. They've yeah. gone, oh, go on, let's try it. You know what I mean? And stuff like that, the bridge, you don't, they didn't need to do that. They just did it because, well, there's the funding and let's they, see if we can do it. Yeah. Because yeah. if we can prove we can do it here, then maybe one day we might be able to do it somewhere where we desperately need to do that because there's no support on the other side or the ground silted or something like that. Brilliant. See? This stuff like that. This town's a bit amazing. I know, yeah. Um, so, look, we'll give your event a, a proper shout out. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. Um, so, it was the 15th of February, right? 15th of February, it's starting at 6.30, I believe. At the Owl. At the Owl, that's right, upstairs. Um, how can you get tickets for that, or is it just a turn up on the day? Type? I believe it's just turn up on the day. Um, is it ticketed? Is it is it a price or is it free? It's free. It's, oh, right, it's, okay. it's alcohol for free. I mean, just it's just amazing. <laughs> what we're doing is I'm using it to promote the to promote the business, really. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 a, a free event where you can come and try some cocktails and and hear about the history of alcohol. And it's a Friday, guys. Everybody loves it's a Friday, Friday as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's yeah. the it's the perfect window of uh, of drinking opportunity. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And if you need confirmation of this, uh, go on to originalshrewsbury.co.uk, yeah. not .com.co.uk, <laughs> uh, and you'll be able to find the event there. Uh, do you want to? Are you guys on social media or anything like that where people can find out what you guys do? What you're for, up to? For, for all this stuff, or what you mean in oh, general? Just in general. Like, yeah, you, you know? can you can find. I mean, the Alba's the best way to keep updated with a lot of our stuff is through Instagram. But um, you're able to find the the Alberts at Albert Shrews. Um, then we've got Eater Eight, which is at Eater Eight. Um, we've got the craft beer shop, which is called Basement Jars, yeah. and that's called at Basement Jars. Checking that out. <laughs> it's <laughs> a really it, you you must go down there. It's 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 like a little cove. We found I found the cellar when we took over the building, um, and it's like a little tiny hatch. And we basically ripped open the hatch and took up the floorboards and built a new thing and put a new staircase in. And you go down, and there's this really cool space that we didn't know what to do with. And there was a fireplace in there, so we we got it de-dampened. That's the that's the technical. Yeah. Not at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we, we yeah now it's a, now it's this really cool little craft beer shop. Um, so why, when you're not doing hospitality mm, mm. and you, you're not running pubs or um, hotels and things like that, yeah. what do you what do you like to do to distract yourself? Is, is, is you got a hobby? Is there anything you like to do, or are you just like feet up on the sofa? Soaps? <laughs> you don't watch Hollyoaks, do you? Me, no. no. <laughs> Me and my partner are both big gamers, so we both play a lot of games. Um, we both play that together. Uh, what do you like I, to play? Um, oh. I don't. I'm not a big fan of playing online. Right. I'm no, not a huge really? fan of playing online. I'm not a massive fan because I like the first gaming PC I had was probably Windows 95. Yeah. And <laughs> like I've got editions of PC format from my childhood, you know, so a long time ago. So I'll play on Steam mostly, I play things like old school remakes and, and things like that. So I play Age of Empires and Break out the Command and Conquer. Right? Yes, yeah. Command and Conquer, Starcraft, things like that. Anything, anything that a mouse was invented for, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I like to do stuff like I mean, my favourite thing is Football Manager. I love Football yeah. Manager. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just an old classic. Disappear into. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I guess uh, things like that are really important, especially when you've got such a busy, I bet it's loud as hell in here yeah. a lot. Yeah. And, you know, you need to have your quiet time as well. Yeah, you need to do. De- de- Depress, not distress. You need to depress. <laughs> um, and then, you know, I play 
I play mostly I kill aliens with guns. That's my fave. That's my fave thing Sounds to do. Sounds like a perfect yeah, Halo to me. Yeah, lots of Halo. Um, okay, so I, I always end up for sure. If you go, you guys are going to get used to this now. But I'm going to ask you a question. What does Shrewsbury mean to you? Oh, that's an evil question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, ask everyone because you know that's what we want to know. I think she's. I think she's vast amount of potential for what it is, uh, for the size of it. And I feel, what does it mean to me? I mean, it's difficult for me because Shrewsbury's home. Because I was, you know, I, I mean, I'm from Much Wenlock and we used to go out in Shrewsbury and Shrewsbury was where all our mates lived. And, you know, it was, it was every day for us, you know. The amount so, of people that call Shrewsbury Hutched home. It's, yeah. It's, it's just a great thing. It's just what it is. And the know. reason I, I say that is because, um, I, I've said it a few times on the show, people are like, oh, he just says the same things over and over again. But it's yeah. true. A lot of people grow up in a town and think, I need to get out of here. Yeah, yeah, I need to. I need to spread my wings. I'm a yeah. peacock. I want to fly. You know? <laughs> uh, well, you know, and so it's nice to see that a lot of people are just so content just to stay here. It's well, like, a I great mean, town. There's just yeah. what's the point in going anywhere? Yeah, I mean, I went away. Um, Can't do it, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, and I, I lived in France for two years as well. And like, but I went away. But you know, I, it was never that I'd never come home. I was always coming home to Shrewsbury. Yeah. That was the thing. I was always yeah. coming back to here. Um, you know, and and I feel yeah. I mean, that's about it, really. I, it's difficult to quantify a feeling about a town that has been so close to your heart and has meant so much over a period of time. Mm-hmm. Because I think, if, I think if I'd lived in Shrewsbury, like yourself, if you didn't know the town that well, yeah. then to you, Shrewsbury could be anything. It could be, you know, this, this and this. But to me, it's just like, like an old boot, isn't it? <laughs> you know and, I mean? Yeah, and that's, that's the fascination for me. And that's why I do this show is because, I, I mean, I grew up in Wrexham and... I couldn't wait to get out of there. I mm. moved to Telford, couldn't wait to get out of there. I come to Shrewsbury and I never want to leave. Yeah. I love it here. Yeah. And yeah. that's what that's what I wanted to understand. So, you know, um, thank you for, you know, for sitting with me and for being so accommodating towards the show as well. And, yeah, um, hopefully we can work together again. Yeah. Definitely going to come to one of your quizzes sometime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you do a Batman quiz, there's, oh, no, point Batman. In, yeah, there's yeah. no point inviting anybody else. Oh, I didn't so. even think about it. I'm such a big Batman fan. Or DC, or comic book thing. Oh, no, no so, so the next one's Marvel. So the one we've got tomorrow is um, right. So let's, let's let me work it out. So it's Disney tonight mm-hmm. next month. So February <laughs> towards the end of February. Find us on Instagram. Um, we're doing Marvel, and then the one after that is uh, Doctor Who. Wow! Because uh, I'm a massive Doctor Who geek, um, and I'm trying to find a way to make it cool. If you're not a Whovian. Um, and <laughs> I'm not a Hoovian. I've never been able to get yeah, into it. I, I love I it. appreciate the, the community, obviously, because yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a massive nerd. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, if yeah. somebody told me, oh, you don't like Batman, Batman's for children, I'd be like, no, no because no, I like Batman. Not. Leave me alone. Uh, so I appreciate your... your yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, great for, for things like that. Make sure you guys follow uh, uh, the album on Instagram. Uh, make sure um, if you uh, got something to say, you got something to say? Uh, if you got a suggestion or anything, make sure you, you drop me a line as well. On um, We are at the Shrewsbury Biscuit on Instagram and on Facebook. We are at the Shrewsbury B1 on, in, on Twitter. I need to change that. I really do. And you can also email me, um, which is the Shrewsbury Biscuit, called podca- ah, Shrewsbury Biscuit Podcast at gmail.com. Um, take a look on um, Original Shrewsbury. Um.co.uk for everything that's going on with the Darwin Festival, and I look forward to your evolution of alcohol. Yeah, 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 sounds really good. Yeah, thanks for joining me. Thanks, you know? Steve. Thank you. Cheers.